Yo, amazing listeners, awesome listeners, beautiful listeners, it's your boy Krabs. I'm back with all things in mother's basement. Okay, so today, as I said in the previous podcast, splitting the podcast up into two sections. So, um, first section today will be about Cyberpunk 2077. Yeah. Cyberpunk 2077, my experience before, during, and what I hope to see in the coming future of Cyberpunk. And then um, after Cyberpunk is um, the debate dubbed versus subbed anime, which is the best, which is the elite, and why. So, um, let's just start off with cyberpunk um yeah one of the most disappointing i i i hate to be negative when it comes to um games but it has been one of the most disappointing games compared to its launch that i've seen in quite a long time um initially this was about a year and a half ago I started watching um, some YouTubers that were doing reviews on games that were come, that were being released and then I saw there was this one YouTuber Neon Arcade he's, he's like folk, main focused or his only focus was on Cyberpunk 2077 he spoke about the game what it's about where it comes from the cyberpunk lure and everything and i'm from there i was like wow i I actually cannot wait to get this game and um i'll tune into his youtube or his um channel every single week because he would post like maybe once or twice a week and it was it's it's a great channel by the way um don't don't get wrong i'm not bashing him i'm not bashing his channel he um i gotta say he his channel actually taught me a lot about cyberpunk and everything cyberpunk 2077 and even cyberpunk 2020 where that actually was inspired from so yeah um I kept watching him every week for about a year, a year and a half, and it got closer and closer to the first um, release date of Cyberpunk 2077, and I I said to myself, okay, cool, we're pre-ordering this, this is going to be one of the main things you're going to stream slash post on YouTube, you playing Cyberpunk um, 2077. I was, I was really amped up for this game. I mean, even the release trailers that they were coming out with, all the um, events that they had on a game that had not even been released yet, right? And um, backstory, um, CD Projekt Red, the the actual um, um, the people behind um, Cyberpunk 2077 were the people behind The Witcher 3. And if you guys know, The Witcher 3, probably one of the best games ever in existence. So they kind of had the backing, but also had the pressure of releasing a game 
of that kind of level. And um, once the game came out, a lot of people were disappointed because of a few reasons. Uh, the first reason was this wasn't the re the release date, like the f the release date of the game, and when it actually came out was actually not the first release date. I think the I think it was the was the fifth or the fourth, but they kept extending it because there were um, issues with. They said they wanted to clean bug, like get rid of bugs. And then Xbox One, um, um, Xbox and PlayStation released or had an announcement that they're going to release next-gen consoles. So they even moved it further because they said, okay, cool, they're releasing consoles. So we want to have the game also suited for those consoles. And um, that was another delay. And then Corona corona hit and it's like oh my goodness okay they can't be as productive as they were before so another delay and then the game eventually came out and yeah a lot of people were very disappointed like it 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 was very it was very sad to see the amount of hype and i gotta say this is what's happening in um the gaming industry now there's a lot of hype when it comes to um, a game and a lot of expectations that if they if they do flop like if the game flops it's not this thing of um, let's say a game comes out this is years ago a game comes out on PlayStation it's terrible like absolute garbage it there's there's not a lot of um, people who can actually communicate to the world that hey this game is garbage not not like now because so many people have access to um, the internet and everything so it's so much easier for people to be exposed to what happens like um, let's take need for speed for example um, not saying need for speed was a was a bad game but Need for Speed slowly or gradually um, didn't do as well as it used to because it was like most wanted at the, at the beginning and uh, anybody from Need for Speed, I mean, it would be really nice for you guys to um, do a remastered version of Need for Speed, but yeah, okay, I digress. But um, from Need for Speed, uh, most wanted, I was actually supposed to say most wanted, personally for me from most wanted it the quality of the games went down but it went down gradually it wasn't this thing of next game comes out everybody doesn't like the game it's it's garbage they're going to stop other people from buying the game because the word of mouth wasn't it didn't flow as quickly as as word of mouth flows now so the gaming industry now they have to be on their toes and also like i feel like especially for cyberpunk 2077 they kind of um the mistake that they made or cd project Red, i should say the mistake that they made was number one hyping this game up a lot number two 
put pushing a lot of release trailers and making an official date that's where they they also um lost um lost a lot of their uh, supporters because cyberpunk 2077 if they were really serious about making this one of the best games one of the perfect games just like the witcher 3 what they could have done is hey this is the game that we're making we can't give you an official release date but i can tell you right now this this thing will be perfect then like they like the trailers that they have been doing they don't announce a date they just keep doing trailers and it would have been even better if they didn't do trailers because the cinematic trailer compared to the game now especially on xbox um like i'm 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 on xbox like that compared to what i saw in um the trailers it's it's way different and i get sometimes you know the game that comes out in the trailer is not the same as the game that you actually get but like the fact that it was almost completely different where um right now i was even playing um today um i was even playing cyberpunk like you're so disappointed in the gameplay you're really disappointed because what you expected and what you got polar opposites so yeah if they were if they decided to actually take their time in the game i can tell you right now especially the diehard cd project red uh, fans they would not mind because in in your head as a cd um cd pre uh, cd project red um fan you you think okay they made the witcher 3 the witcher 3 was amazing if they put in the same time and effort into into cyberpunk 2077 and more this game's gonna be amazing and i can tell you right now it would have been there would have been less bugs i mean the fact that um cyberpunk still gets updates on bugs bug fixes and then some glitches still come up it's it's kind of disappointing it really is so yeah all in all i i really hope that um throughout this process it's a learning um it's a learning experience for them um especially during these times of covid because uh COVID really pushed um, some of these developers because, like, um, they were they obviously had to cut staff and stuff like that because of the whole um, social distancing stuff. So they couldn't be as productive as usual, as I said before. But I hope this is a um, a, a learning lesson for them that you cannot have the the, the public or the, or the or the consumer push you to make a game available or to make a game this or to make a game that yes you do want the sales but you as the developer should know that i know if i keep rushing this or if i take this thing out the consumer is not going to be happy i rather they get impatient and stay impatient and then they get a good game then rush a game then these glitches because a consumer's a consumer right now like let's say i myself i even got the game i i two years ago not now but i two years ago if i got the game now and saw what i saw i would have demanded for a refund 
quick, straight, easy. And even if I was one of the people complaining that this game is too long, I would have said, no, this is garbage. You've had so much time and um, this is what you produce. I want a refund. I would have done that two years two years ago. The, the, the crabs from two years ago would have done that. And that's the average consumer. That's what they do. They are impatient. And even if they get something that they uh, they want it now, if it's not to their expectations, they, they will be upset about it. So the best thing they could have done is, and I hope they do this in future projects, is not to be pressured by the consumers. Yes, there were probably some um, uh, investors as well pushing it, but at the end of the day, it is the company's reputation, and they should that should be one of the main things they should look, look after. But um, yeah, that's that's basically like, can I say, the view on Cyberpunk 2077? like amongst the people who have played it and the uh, people who have it um personally for me i i kind of am on the same boat but um i have not gotten a re a a refund from this game i feel like um they did what they they could it's 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 still a pretty good game this is my first like um first person rpg game so um the experience is not like the experience that other people have had because they've played a game similar to this before. So I don't think I'm going to give up on this game. The fact that CDPR is still coming up with updates, they're still doing the best they can, I, I commend them for that. Just hopefully the next time they bring something out they know, and they know it's going to be a big game. They take their time with it. They really should. And yeah, I think once they do that, they'll be they'll literally be back on the level that they were with The Witcher Three. And yeah, so that's my I don't want to say rant, but that's my opinion on Cyberpunk twenty. 77 at this time and hopefully it will change we'll probably talk about cyberpunk 2077 again in the in the future just seeing um where they are then than where they are now which will be the past if, if that makes sense and yeah i'm just i'm just hoping to see what comes of cyberpunk 2077 And now on to the anime segment. This debate is probably one of the longest debates or forms of opinions that has ever lasted or has continued in the anime community and will probably still continue unless they actually stop the one from actually happening. Um, and that is dubbed anime versus subbed anime we we know we have those diehard sub anime people those diehard dubbed anime people and then you get those people who fall in between and then there's the manga readers but we don't talk about the manga readers that's that's just a different breed of um anime lovers that's that's me um but yeah 
So my opinion on dub versus subbed, it's a bit tricky because, okay, I'm going to talk about the pros of dubbed and then the pros of subbed and then the cons as well of each um, of each of them. So we're going to start off with dubbed. I started watching anime Naruto, my one of my first anime besides Dragon Ball Z. Dragon Ball Z, we don't talk about it as it being the first anime you watch because um, Dragon Ball Z was on a whole nother level. Everybody watched it. The people who don't watch anime now probably watched Dragon Ball Z when they were young. That that's a fact. It 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 was a staple in the South African household. Every single person born in the in between 1990 and 1996 7 can tell you that watching dragon ball z was a staple you may not watch anime now but you probably watched it on sabc2 at five o'clock just before days of our lives south africans will know what i mean but yeah so we'll move dragon ball z out because that was that was always dubbed. All our, all the anime watched um, on TV was dubbed. But yeah, the first anime that I watched was Naruto. Naruto, I watched it dubbed. So that's when I first was exposed to anime, and I th- and I thought, okay, cool, anime. It's 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 Japanese, kind of Japanese animation, but they do it in English, which is cool. Then I got introduced to subbed, and I was like, what? Okay, subbed is not actually the... I mean, dubbed is not actually the original. The original is subbed. But because I watched dubbed first, I've always had my... You know, I've always favored dubbed more than subbed at the time I started watching anime. Then there was some... There was some anime where you feel like man this this does not sound right in english and and it there's no like as much passion as you would hear it in sub and um that's i, I gotta say that's one of the things that kind of like deter me from watching a specific an- anime in dubbed dubbed is great like i can literally watch it i'll understand what they're saying i don't have to focus on the subtitles especially back then because Back then, um, in high school, the whole the whole technique of reading and trying to experience the anime all in one, it it, it was not happening. I would, there would be times where I'd try to pause to read, and then like they're still in the action, but it's not as you, you can't you can't focus as much on the action. But I mean, I am better now. Like Jujutsu Kaisen, I can only watch it in subbed. I cannot watch it in dubbed. Also, um, Bleach. Bleach, I watch subbed. Can't watch it dubbed. Like, you can't hear um, the... You can't hear the Shinigamis saying they're Bonkai in dubbed. It doesn't sound... It doesn't sound right. And um, other there is an, other anime that I do prefer dubbed. Like, for example, um, Seven Deadly Sins. And uh, what else? I do love Overlord. Overlord's probably one of my most favorite anime. Overlord, I do like it in 
dubbed but yeah they are just those types of animes or anime i should say that are way better in subbed so the anime that's that's better in subbed in my opinion is an anime where they actually have to like call out a technique that they're doing like for example in anime when um one of the shinigamis release their bonkai like senbon sakura kageyoshi that sounds way better than even though they do say the same thing in, in anime but sometimes the dubbed they have to translate it into something else so techniques hearing that in subbed way better and also like the passion that you hear in um in subbed for some anime is way more intense than in in dubbed like let's take uh, boku no hero or my hero academia um when when they fights happen you can you can hear the passion you can you can literally hear the passion like when um the one for all user or oh, i'm even forgetting the one for all user now um all might yes <laughs> when all might used um all for one or no not all for one one for all when he used it for the last time that that punch on all for one that was just the intensity that you 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 heard from from that character in subbed way better than dubbed way better in, in my opinion way better especially some some of the power ups in subbed sound way better in subbed than in dubbed but then you do get those characters like um got to say uh I'll, I'll probably get a lot of hate for this but I, I got to say in Dragon Ball Super hearing um Goku in subbed does not have that much um like I wouldn't say passion but emphasis than in in dubbed but then again could stem from the fact that I watched Dragon Ball Z from the beginning in dubbed i watched literally all three sagas that were on tv at the time so it would make sense that i i prefer the dubbed goku over the subbed goku but all in all it's it's a mixed thing like i do understand where um subbed um sub watches do come from it it just sounds it it feels more authentic when you do watch it in subbed and then i do get um where dubbed watches come from as well because at first when you start watching the anime it is difficult to actually watch and read at the same time so it's going to be a debate that we we are going to have in the coming future it's a debate that is not going to die unless you know um anime um the people who make that anime decide no more dubbed but then again other people will just make their own 
dubbed from the sub that they get so yeah it is very tricky it is very tricky but it's it's all about opinion and it's all about perspective but from my side i got to say both why not have the best of both why not enjoy a specific anime in dubbed and in in specific anime in subbed i mean you still getting relatively the same thing i say relatively because some of the things in dubbed um or some of the things in subbed i should say are taken out in some of the things in dubbed like some things are censored or some things cannot be directly translated which is um i think that's the main reason why people also like watching subbed more especially if the person understands japanese as well like they they get how intense a specific thing a specific word or a specific phrase is depending on the situation but yeah as i said before this debate will go on and on and on <laughs> so yeah guys um that'll be the end of today's podcast i do appreciate you um guys listening to the podcast supporting the zombie tribe and um again i'll probably say this for the for probably the next five podcast i do appreciate the zombie tribe um having me here as a um as a host talking about the two things that i love the most the two things i i barely am able to speak about in public but um yes um thank you again thank you for this opportunity lovely listeners thank you for tuning in we really do appreciate it and don't forget check our socials ask us or tell us what you guys want to talk about uh what we want to talk about um and we'll be happy to respond so yeah it's been your boy quabs thanks for listening Peace.